Hey, all you knuckle busters out there, it's Mario again, and we're back with another exciting episode. Uh, a couple of things I want to bring up. Uh, you know, the pages are all going really well. A lot of you are following us, checking out our stuff and everything. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe buttons, follow us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all of them. We're, we're across all the platforms and everything. Share it with your friends and stuff. And you know, go back and check out those old episodes. Also, don't forget, uh, Knuckle Buster shirts, they're out, American-made, okay, American-designed. So we've got these out there. They're available, and we want to uh, make sure you guys are getting them out there and enjoy, you know, the great gear and everything. Super soft, excellent material. We went uh, top line for everything. Once again, Guys, go to, we're going to do it again this week. All right. We did it last week. First 10 people that go on our Facebook page uh, and say that you've seen this interview um, and you're just going to need to name the guest in order to get it. Okay. Or go to the YouTube channel, name the guest. First 10 people there. It will personally send you out a decal and you can get it in reflective or you can get it standard. But without further ado, I want to introduce our next guest. She's a fantastic person. Really excited to have her. Uh, unlike some of the guests that we bring on here that I have a close personal relationship, uh, I know of her. Uh, I've followed her career, see her stuff all the time, and I'm an admirer like I'm sure a lot of you are. So without further ado, let's introduce uh, Valerie Thompson. Hi. Hello. 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 So, uh, so you, you, were, you, were, you were scrambling to get on here with us tonight. <laughs> I was. I'm a safari girl. I'm not a chrome girl, but I am a chrome girl. I'm a Harley Davidson. Yes, I know you are. Always bring me home. (laughs) Yes, I love that saying. I absolutely love it. So, you know, so I like to, you know, obviously you've you've got this incredible career with drag racing, with setting land speed records out on the salt flats and um, and a great ambassador to the sport and, and, and many capacities and stuff like that. But, you know, I, what I don't think a lot of people know is, you know, what what got you kind of into two wheels and the sport and everything to start with? I mean, now you're originally, are you originally from um, Arizona? Or um, you just- I was born and raised in Tacoma, Washington. And okay. um, I moved to Arizona. First of all, I, let me back up a little bit. Well, I was introduced to a motorcycle uh, by a friend of mine that told me he wanted to take me for a ride on the back of his bike. And he told me that my jeans would scratch his fender, that I could ride my own. He took me to the dealership. I bought my first Harley Davidson 1999 uh, Sportster Custom um, and uh, got my license. And I went and picked up my bike and I sat in my garage for three months. <laughs> okay. So that's the start of how I started on two wheels, um, my two wheel venture. (laughs) Okay. And so before that, I mean, so, you know, uh, when you were growing up, I mean, did you have any connection to the world? No, my former life, I, you know, I had been in the banking industry. I was there for 13 years. I got laid off and, um, I, I just kind of ventured out a little bit and, you know, the, it's a small circle. So every time you meet one person and you meet another, somehow we're all connected at two wheels and four wheels. So ended up yeah. meeting a two wheel friend and that's what changed my whole entire life uh, to bring me current as of today. 
Okay. That's phenomenal. So now, um, you know, we, uh, we have a lot of great influences in our lives and stuff. And I know, um, you know, we're going to pop a picture up. I think this is of uh, you and uh, well, not you, but this is your mom here. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know she's not with us anymore, like my mom, you know, but, yeah. but your mom, um, you know, that had to be tough for her. You know, mamas, you know, they're, they look out for their babies and stuff like that. So when you got into this sport, uh, it, you know, from everything I see and recognize, it seems like she was a great supporter of yours. She sure was. Um, she was probably my only family member besides my aunt and uncles um, that came to my race and uh my sister too she's a huge supporter and uh uh, my mom was she didn't know much about what i was doing and how the process worked when i red lit against um uh, one of my competitors she thought i won because i crossed the finish line first but she was the only one everybody was going oh you know how the crowd goes in and goes down all cheering cheering for us and then all of a sudden it goes down and then my mom was like she stood up everybody was sitting down that's my daughter that's my girl and she thought I won but I really didn't I read it <laughs> and it was in the finals in the all Harley drag race association I think it was in um I don't remember what state it was in but so she didn't know the fu- fundamentals of the racing, <laughs> but she still wasn't my biggest cheerleader. Well, and the, and the fact she never asked me why I do it. She she's the only one that never asked me. You know, like you know, my grandma she called it a murder cycle. You know, it's like okay, grandma, thanks for leaving that imprint in my head. You sure, know, my dad's not a huge supporter of the fast stuff that I do now. Um, you know, I mean, they're intrigued by it, but they've never been. Uh, my mom, she she truly was. Uh, and then the other lady next to it, that's my Aunt Diane. So she was a supporter, too. So That's wonderful. So how, did you, support. <laughs> how did you go from buying a Sportster, sitting in the garage for three months, to getting, you know, on nitro fuel bikes and everything else. I mean, come on, that that's a huge jump. And, and you did it in a short period of time. I did. I, I, I guess my life is, you know, I, I do everything fast forward. <laughs> um, I was chatting with one of my friends and he said he was going for a bike ride. And I said, Oh, what kind of bike do you have? And I'm thinking it's a pedal bike, you know, like one of those go fast pedal bikes. He goes, well, I have a Harley. And I said, like, well, so do I, <laughs> it's, right. it's, in my garage and you know when you have a certain group of friends sometimes you don't know what they do you know they don't you don't know that they play pool they play pickleball they they ride motorcycles I mean there's that one group of friends that you just don't know about you know how they live their life on the flip side so he said he was going for a ride and I said to him I said well I have a Harley Davidson too can I come with you guys and ride I had only ridden my bike, ridden my bike three different times as it sat in my garage. And um, he said, well, you have to ride to keep up with our group. And I was like, oh, great. You know, I'll try my best. Well, anyways, I I, I did my best. And one of the guys actually stayed back. And um, that's kind of what changed my life in the motorcycle atmosphere. Um, 
shortly after I was, you know, running with those guys that were really out of control and they were, you know, scraping their pegs and, and, and whatnot going through the curves. It was just amazing. I was like, and then I started to do it and I got, you know, I got the the fever for it. And then um, I started to try to keep, you know, I was keeping up with them. And then one time I got out of control, I was like, okay, note to self, uh, gravel and two wheels don't get along very well. I never crashed it, but you know, I had a little come to Jesus moment. Sure. Um, and then shortly after I moved to Arizona and I was going on all these bike events um, all over. I went to Sturges, Laughlin River Run, um, the Four Corners Rally, um, you name it. There, you know, in California, I was there for what was the big one in California. I, I was there for that. You know, just And then I started working at the Harley Davidson dealership at downtown Harley Davidson in Tukwila, Washington. And that's where my life changed, really. It started working at the dealership and knowing like a couple of friends grew into knowing hundreds of friends. Sure. And yeah, just, it changed my life. <laughs> it's it's amazing how you know your life can blow up in the motorcycle world uh, really quick. I mean, I, I I was always dabbled, never a lot, but I was working for Hall Bikes Motorcycle Shipping, and the next thing I know, I'm hosting chopper shows at the Buffalo Chip and doing this and doing that, and it just it's it's can be meteor up. You know, it, it happens so just overnight. And so, but yours, you know, so much more unique because of the racing. And so how did you step into the racing world? Well, I I took a leap of faith. I moved to Scottsdale, Arizona, because it was one of the places that I had visited in my bike rally. Uh, I went to Arizona Bike Week um, and I had such a great time there. The weather was perfect. Like we just finished with Arizona Bike Week, like within a few days ago. And yep. it was just so perfect, the weather. And I was like, oh, one place I'm ever going to live, it'll be here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And sure. about a couple of days, uh, a couple of years later, I actually moved here. And I didn't know one single person here. I didn't have any friends. I didn't have family, you know, nothing. And my friends from Washington were to come. They came to Arizona once in a while because, you know, they had a place here. And but. I got to ride with them and I got to meet new people and I never said no to go on to a bike ride. And well, maybe I said no, but still <laughs> never say no when you're a newcomer um, and you're trying to be out there meeting people. And anyway, so I was told later I was out of control because I was racing with everybody else. And the guy told me, take it to the track. And you might know of him. His name is Nick Trask and yeah. from Trask Performance. And so um, he told me to take it to the track and I did. <laughs> and I never left. So that's how that's my racing started. My official racetrack without a ticket is on Scottsdale Road. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Well, I think you know, it, it, a lot of people have similar stories, but and especially, the, you know, the story, I, I love the fact that you moved to Arizona, didn't know anybody, but you just knew that this was calling you. And I hear so many stories of people who have achieved remarkable things because you're bold enough and have the courage to embrace something new without knowing. And uh, that's 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 a lot of faith right there. That's a lot of faith in yourself. You got to have faith in yourself. 
<laughs> yes. And, you know, you have to go with your gut feeling. You know, the older we get, we tend to have a gut. <laughs> you got to go with your gut feeling, <laughs> even though my gut, I don't have a gut. <laughs> you got to go with your gut feeling. If you feel something and you know something, it's like, say something, you see something, you say something, you know, it's like your gut is telling you, your heart is telling you. And, you know, I moved from my whole entire family. You know, I have four brothers, a sister, you know, my grandparents and, you know, and, and my aunts and my uncles and my mom, my dad, you know, but yeah, I still did it. It didn't matter. I still have my area code two, five, three number. Right. I and never Washington girl. <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. So we got another picture. I, I came across this one. This one stood out because this, this is a great lakes. Yes, it is. You know and how I, I know that because the, the road rage sign. Nine seconds in that bike right there. What'd you do on that bike? Uh, 7.9, oh, 09, oh, 09, 7.09. Okay. 7.06 as, as well. Uh, I looked at my crew chief and I said, am I ready for the NHRA? Because <laughs> I was testing like a couple times a, a week there. And I was so antsy to get on the racetrack. And he goes, no, you're not ready. You'll know when you're ready. You're not ready. And I had been making a bunch of seven second runs. And if anybody has raced at the Grove, it is the most, it was the worst horrible racetrack because you're doing a burnout, you know, up, up a hill. It's yep. so bumpy. It's so like short time distanced. And, you know, I don't know what it is like now, but at the time uh, that I was racing the bike, it was it was um, nail biting <laughs> situations. I, I'm sure because I've taken a car down there, never taken a bike down that track. So um, I I see what you're saying, and it's not the best maintained. It's been there for a while, and and they said they put so many other people out there that they end up tearing it up. They don't have good you know good stuff. So. Yeah, yeah I, I recognize that as being uh, Great Lakes, you know, and I was like, yeah. oh, my goodness, that's Union Grove, Wisconsin. So that right is, up the road from us. Eight months and I lived in a hotel with my dog, Reckon, and today's his birthday. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. So we're going to pop another picture up to talk about. So, you know, I the thing is, you know, I, this speaks to my heart, working with kids and and, and reaching out and everything else. Valerie, you know, you go through the stuff you do and, and you do so much. Uh, you really do. You're an ambassador for this sport in so many ways. Um, and touching lives, you know, where you're going directly to it. You know, it's a different thing when you see guys, and don't, don't get me wrong, I respect that I've been a part of it, that will go out and do a ride to raise funds. But going directly to the kids and, and, and your involvement like that, this is beautiful. So tell me about what you got going on here. Well, I, um, I've always been, you know, kid oriented. I've, I don't have any kids. I have fur dogs for babies. I, um, came across the hope kids.com uh, here, which is local in Phoenix, a children's Phoenix hospital. And, um, I, I came across the lady that runs it and I said, I want to be involved. How do I, what do I do? How can I be involved? And, she said, you know, you could do this, you could do this. And you, there's so many options. They have so many options. I'm like, oh, I would love to come to the hospitals. I would love to come and support, um, 
events that they go to, they go to the basketball games when, when the kids are feeling better. And these are kids with, you know, severe, you know, lifelong illnesses and, and, um, you know, cancer for little ones. And anyway, so I brought my helmet, um, I brought my autograph cards, I brought, I went to my local Harley Davidson dealership, which, which was Hacienda Harley Davidson here in Scottsdale, Rick Hatch. He said, whatever you want for these kids, you know, bring, you know, bring it to them. And so I would go and get something that was nice and warm and fuzzy and, and something that they could cuddle up to. And then okay. so they could keep and they could have it with them on their bedside. And so I would bring them pillows. Of, it would be Harley Davidson, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was that was the incentive for me to keep going back because he would keep giving these nice little things for me to bring to the kids. And um, in the meantime, I could, you know, share with them um, my helmet because my helmet is one of the most important things to me because that helmet has a lot of thoughts. That helmet is so close to my heart. Every helmet that I have is so close to me. And um I have a few words in that helmet. <laughs> right. I remember them all, but they've had some words and good words, bad words. They've had great words. Um, <laughs> and it's my helmet's connected to my heart. So I brought that to showcase the kids. And for the kids that could put the helmet on, I would allow them to put my helmet on, you know, to try it on, to see what it's like, just to give sure. them the experience because, you know, they've been there for a while and, you know, the moms and the dads and, aunts and uncles and grandmas were all there and they were just like excited for as I was excited to be there. So, well, you know, it's beautiful because the fact is that I've, I've known some people that dress up as superheroes and go into the hospitals and, and the kids love it, but you know what, Valerie, you're, you are a superhero. I mean, you're doing incredible things and setting records, you know, so, so for these kids, you, you, you are the, you know, you are the hero. And I think that's I think that's a wonderful thing, um, and, and I love this. I love the significance of the helmet too, because I know as a kid, my my grandfather raced, and we would go to uh, Indy and Watkins Glen, places like that. And I have this helmet to this day, um, and that helmet was so significant to me because I remember the absolute joy that he was putting on, the excitement that he was about to go out and race. But there was also that bit of terror that he was going out and putting that helmet on, you know, and, and that helmet would deliver him back, you know, and it, it was very significant. So when my aunt gave me that helmet a couple of years ago, it was a, a huge, a huge thing for me. So I understand the significance of that. That's beautiful. My helmet fills my heartbeat. <laughs> it, yeah. feels, it feels everything else. <laughs> I, I'm sure it does. So, so let's, uh, let's pop to, let's pop into another picture. I love the picture. This is one of the sweetest pictures I've seen. So oh, those are two great kids that, you know, what? for every fan that I come across with the kids, uh, you know, like the mom and the dads, but if you can win over the kid's heart, you win yeah. mom and dad heart, you know, you are Absolutely. like their hero. And it's not that I try for it. I, I don't have the kids on my own. So I, these kids were the shyest kids and I, and a lot of kids are very shy and I like to pull them in and, you know, like, like show them my trailer, get to know me, 
you know, as, as just a person, not as a girl racer, but just as a person. And whenever I do my, my autographs to the kids, um, I get, you know, eye level with them. And so at this moment, I like, I always ask the kids to give me a kiss. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, I don't know if I would do that because it's so different out there in this world. But back in those days, um, it, it wasn't that difficult. So sure. It was more of a, um, you know, they, they just enjoy it. They have fun. I want them to have fun. I want them to experience, you know, me and the machine that I race. And I put the kids on my bike, you know, and take them through a tour in the, the trailer and load them up with some goodies, autograph cards. As you can see, we have lanyards. They have lanyards on. and yeah. um, But to make those little kids to give me a little kiss on the side. I always tell them, give me a kiss on the, on the cheek. It's my good luck. You know? So it was always my way of showing that um, I need good luck too. I need some courage. Encourage me. Give me a kiss <laughs> on the cheek. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. I, 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 I love it, that. It, it breaks the ice with them. It, you know, I, if they don't give me the kiss, I don't ask them all the time or anything, but you know, I give them like high fives, give me a high five. And a lot of them are shy and it, it just depends on the kid, you know, but um, to turn them into a, you know, a super fan, they'll remember me for the rest of their life. I hope. <laughs> well, you know, a kind word and work, a warm welcome does so much to kids. And uh, you know, you, you have a grace and a style there that I think is, uh, is pretty remarkable. And, and I think that, resonates with with the young you know crowd and the old crowd so yeah. that's wonderful so let's let's roll into another picture ah, she's, back. she's back so tell me about she's back oh oh boy well you know i had um a great opportunity after the all harley drag race association to join the nhra and um I, it was just, it was so much like, I, I got a chance, you know, I've had a couple of chances and that was the biggest chance to put on the Hope Kids event. Um, and that's where those kids were, get, that gave me a little kiss. Um, okay. It was uh, a chance for me to come back to showcase, you know, what I had going on we had an economy that went down in the tubes in 2008, 2009, and then some, and then I was given a second chance to buy a sponsorship um, to come back. And uh, it, uh, I came back, <laughs> but I left real quick. <laughs> right. Cause well, it's not it. easy out there. You know, it's, it's not, it's not an easy place to be. Um, it's not an easy environment. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a very competitive and tough space to operate. Yes. And, that, and I think, you know, people see, you know, see the races, they see what's going on, but there's so much going on in the background. There's so many different tug of wars, you know, and, um, working sponsorships and everything else. I mean, you know, and you handle it well. You do a fantastic job. You got a great team, you know, behind you and stuff like that. So, so let's, I want to roll into the next picture. So, Mondo. I, this, yeah, Mondo, good. You know, Mondo's, a, Mondo's a great guy. I love Mondo. Absolutely. And, 
And uh, actually, I got to give, uh, I, I think I owe him a call. I got to catch up with him because we got to talk about some things for Sturgis and stuff. Oh, so. I'll call him right here. <laughs> well, we should do that. I, he, he probably answered quicker for you. <laughs> so. But anyhow, yeah, I just I just saw you there with Mondo, and and it was funny because him and I were actually having a conversation at Sturgis this past year, and he was talking about going out to Bonneville, yeah, you know how he goes out there and stuff like that, and he loves seeing you out there. Yes, absolutely. Yep, yep. He just had come back from Sturgis, and um, I was out there, and um, well, you know, Mondo and I were inducted into the Sturgis Hall of Fame in 2018. So, um, Mondo and I, we actually go way back when, when we were in, I, when I was in 2006, 2007, my first drag racing days is when I met him. So, uh, he had actually given me his little room to his room to stay, not his room, but a room to stay in with this big old dog. That was just amazing. I love that big old dog. (laughs) And, um, he was so nice. a couple of years later, he's like, you can stay at my house. And it was just, it's just a great, very, just a great person all around. So he's, he's one of the best in the industry. I and mean, I've been doing the chopper uh, show at the Buffalo chip for a couple of years. And he's just so fun to work with and do stuff. And he gets you know, more he, likes than I do on my, pa- on my page. <laughs> uh, he's been around for a few more days of both of us combined. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, talk talk about a legend. I mean, so um, yeah, he's he's definitely a legend. But I, and I love the graphics on the uh, the the trailer. By the way, that's something we do as well, and we do a lot of graphics. And I just love when it's done bold and everything else. So whoever did that did a nice job for you there. Thank you. I I wanted it nice and clean, and um, you know, like sponsors change, but Valerie Thompson, she's not changing. <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. So, so I want to bring up, a bring up another one. So, so tell me about, so tell me about the better half and, and everything else. And I mean, what a great picture. I just see joy there. Absolutely. You know, I'm always known for jumping. I do the jumps. I do the twist. I do a turn. I do the kick. I, I, I do everything and anything (laughs) just about and that was actually, you know, we got married. Um, my husband, Ray Garcia, is, um, I've been dating him for 12 years and uh, married for almost six years. So out of that 12 years, but we had just gotten married after that. And uh, the photo was just shortly taken after that. And so, yeah, he's he's been around. He's my, uh, my first marriage. <laughs> Right. Only marriage, but um, it, you know, it's my longest relationship. <laughs> it's really hard to have a relationship in in the motorsports industry. So it's you know, everybody says, "Oh, I can deal with that. I can. I, I'm okay with that." But they're really not. So it's really a tough gig out there. But um, for us women, I, I would have to say. I think it's, I think it's a tough gig for anybody. And I think when you're in a spotlight, like you are, um, you know, it's, it, that's difficult, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, that's hard. That's hard for the other individual, probably not so hard for you, but it's hard for them to manage everything. So, you know, uh, 
the fact that, you know, he's been with you for so long says volumes about him, you know, I'm just, you know, the right guy for you. And, and, uh, you know, you know, and those are the best blessings of all. So, yes. you know, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. So, so how many lands, how many speed records have you, do you have now? I have a- 10, I have 10 land speed records and, um, I probably could have a lot more, but I'm just all about the quality records. And, um, you know, every record is um, so well earned and so well um, cost so much money. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, I could go back to the, I could have kept it in the NHRA and I could have kept going and I could have kept that going, but to be in the record books and to be a part of uh, history is what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, and that's where my heart's at. I want history. I love history. And, you know, to be the first to do anything is really hard because everything, everybody expects more and more from you Mm -hmm. to be the first, you know, female to go 300 miles per hour in a motorcycle streamliner um, you know, it sets a, sets a tone and, um, a lot of people want that too. So, um, it's always hard to be the first. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, and I think sometimes, you know, when, when you're a female in this sport, you know, I, I always hate seeing women get pigeonholed because female, you know, matter of fact is is that you are a great competitor period and you know sex has nothing to do with it it's it's heart it's guts it's determination it's what's upstairs and you know and that's what you have you know and you have this great competitive nature and i, I love watching what you do um i want to bring up another photo here real quick uh, so oh my girl my sister is speed jesse Collins. You know, you know, we we kind of touched on this before we we came on here, and you know, the last time I saw, last time I saw Jesse was Builders Breakfast, uh, you know, that August, and uh, you know, and for a lot of us, you know, for the industry, that you know, that was during that rally was last time we saw her because then she was off to go um, start testing and doing different things. So, for you, I think that had to be, you know extremely hard i mean because now you were the torchbearer for both of you and how would you say that's really affected your psyche your determination your drive and made you feel um it's this is a a a subject that is really hard um a lot of people you know they can relate to jesse and in in all different ways and we all relate to people in all different ways, but to be the former, you know, driver of the North American Eagle, um, I had never had a chance to actually um, drive and race it, but I've had two opportunities to turn on the afterburners and to sit sit in the cockpit to go through the, um, the instructions of this, that, the other. And so to, to know that she was the next driver. I was so excited and, and and I was blessed that another girl could actually get back in that car. We just 
the team and I, we just, we, things didn't work out as well as what we wanted each other to work out. And so um, it was just a great opportunity to be a part of such a great team. That team wears their heart on their sleeves. They're just, some, they're, they're great people. And, and to have Jesse fill that role into the cockpit was like um, awesome. It was amazing. I was a cheerleader. I was a supporter. And, um, you know, like she's my sister of speed. She is the true inspiration of, for all of us. And, um, just a very sad outcome for all the way that everything kind of happened. And Absolutely. When I first heard the news, I, I just, I just, it, it hit me so much because, uh, so, because I crashed my, the motorcycle that I was racing in Sturgis or not Sturgis in uh, uh, Australia at 363 miles per hour. And I got to live, you know, and I get to share my story with so many different people and to talk about it. And, and Jesse doesn't get to live and, you know, she's, it's just yeah. kind of, and I know, I know that's hard for you and, you know, but it's, um, you know, I think it's important people, you know, know how passionate you are about her and about, you know, the link that you have. And, you know, when you talk about people, they feel like they have, you know, connections to people. And you know, that connection for you two is very, very deep, you know, and, you know, it's something that's, you know, not going to be replicated by anybody else in the world. So, you know, I appreciate you talking to us about it because I think it's important. And I think it's important people know how, how it deeply touches you and everything as well. So let's, 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 let's pop another picture. So we were talking about this early, earlier. Was the speaker for the Sturgis Hall of Fame. (laughs) She knew how nervous I was. And she's like, girl, you got this. I was like, yeah. Well, and, and what an amazing accomplishment. I mean, let's, let's face it. I mean, you said, you know, here you were, uh, 1999 is that what you said when you got your first bike and here we are we're not even 20 years later and you're being inducted to the motorcycle hall of fame wow Pretty so cool. i don't I, yeah, I don't i don't know that that's actually do you do anything slow because you didn't no. get into the hall you were in the hall of fame fast you ride fast you do everything fast i mean wow i mean this is pretty amazing stuff all right it's so yeah, and I'm I'm just you know I'm just so blown away by that you know and, and the fact that you've had such a major impact on so many, so yeah. really cool. So besides besides the Hall of Fame, besides the the world you know the world records and various things, tell me some of the other things that you know personally you feel extremely proud of. Um, I'm extremely proud of. Uh... I, I guess the way that I operate, uh, you know, like you said, I do everything fast. <laughs> I didn't, I, I, I didn't know that I had that in me. I didn't know that that was an asset. I, I, I really didn't know until I look back and I'm like, wow, <laughs> you know, 17 years ago, I was racing down Scottsdale road and being told I was out of control and listening to people and, going with your gut and knowing that I have a gut feeling, knowing that I know how to use it now and, um, and then turning it around. And now, you know, 
Easter is my birthday <laughs> and I'm starting a new journey in the pickleball world. And yeah. I am like, you know, I'm doing so awesome. Like I went from this level to this level in a short amount of time. <laughs> and right. now I have a new level that I want to reach to get to like a professional level. And I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there in shortcuts because I'm, I do the work. I do the time. I'm grinding away two, three times, you know, a, a day of playing, exercising with pickleball. <laughs> right. I know it might sound kind of weird, but you know what? Hey, if NASCAR can have a sponsorship and have Na uh, pickleball on their side of their corner, <laughs> pickleball is huge. Absolutely. It, it, well, it, and I think, and I want to be in the Olympics. I want to be in the Olympics playing pickleball. And every time I say to somebody and I make a statement, somebody always will say, Valerie, you told me you were going to be a drag racer. You told me you were going to be the fastest in the world on two wheels. You told me that you were going to do this. And I'm telling you and all your fans that I'm going to be a professional pickleball player. Well, you're, I, you're on the cusp. You're on the cusp of it now. I think let's pull up the next picture because <laughs> There we go. Talk about pickleball. Yeah. So, I'm in my fire suit with my first motorcycle. Well, my second motorcycle, my fat boy. And that's the bike that I learned how to race on down Scottsdale Road. That is the bike. I still have it. I still ride it. Um, and that is actually my pickleball court <laughs> at home. <laughs> That's awesome. So explain to people because, you know, there's still people who don't know what pickleball is. And uh, as a matter of fact, our producer, Cody, who knows so much, all right, wasn't too sure about pickleball. So you're going to educate Cody and the rest of everybody out there that doesn't know what pickleball is. Well, pickleball was created in 1965 in Bainbridge Island. And pickleball is a combination of ping pong, tennis, and badminton. Um, it's the world's fastest growing sport in America. And if the world's fastest growing sport can be with the world's fastest female, <laughs> I mean, we go hand in hand. Um, it truly complements my racing because my racing is seasonal in Bonneville, uh, August, uh, July through October, September. And it's too hot to play pickleball, but they have indoor pickleball places that you can play in now. Right. Um, it is, it is going to be uh, an Olympic sport. I, I hundred percent guarantee you it will be one day. I don't know any, any inside scoop, but so far I have 14 medals. I know you, you've got <laughs> a bunch. I mean, you're, you're already a champion pickleball player. How long have you been playing pickleball? I've been playing for pickleball for one year and I started playing oh, in July. So if that says anything about how fast forward I go, <laughs> that's what I go. I go, go, go. And you know what? Coming from a family um, that has no interest in motorsports, going fast or, you know, racing or anything. I wasn't, I didn't have a silver spoon. I had to grow with it. I had to learn how to develop you know, a, a sponsorship package and thank you, google.com for allowing me to learn how to create a sponsorship proposal and to get sponsors. And, you know, that's how I learned. I was grinding away and 
you know, so now I have pickleball. I, I so how did you discover and, pickleball? What's how, that? Did you, how did you come to pickleball? I mean, I so one year ago? Regimen. <laughs> I was a former tennis player in high school. And after high school, I played uh, tennis. Um, and my friends and I were playing uh, tennis. And, you know, here in Arizona, 115 degrees, we kind of stopped playing tennis at 110-ish. And, um, and then many, many months later, they said, hey, I'm playing pickleball. You want to play pickleball? I was like, what do I wear for pickleball? What do I do for pickleball? Is it just like tennis? So anyways, that's how that happened. After the eighth time, uh, a couple of my friends said, you should build a pickleball court in your backyard because we ha- live on an acre uh, property. And they, my husband said, yeah, we can have a pickleball court on the side by the RV, by the race trailer and the coach. We can have a pickleball court right there. So we measured it. Um, it was on a Saturday and on a Monday, we had two estimates. I even actually left and, and Googled who could make give up our pickleball court. And I sent them an email. They responded over the weekend and they were here on Monday uh, giving us estimates for pickleball court. Awesome. Now, does he practice with you? Does he get out there with you? Well, he does, but we don't play together. I, no. I'd rather stay married. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. So married couples don't play pickleball with each other. We might dink and we, it's called dinking, but we might, you know, play a uh, practice. Uh, if he's going to warm me up for a, a tournament, I have a tournament tomorrow. I play singles, mixed doubles, and I play um, women's doubles too. So tomorrow, single, my my singles game tomorrow morning. <laughs> I think you got to get your YouTube channel going for pickleball and all that stuff oh, now. I probably should. I'm, I'm, I'm working on some stuff. <laughs> there you go. Can't but wait I, to see My heart is my racing, you know, as well. It, it's, it hasn't gone away. And if anything, it's made me stronger and more fierce. And it's made, it, it gives me so much more desire, not desire, but like, I'm just more and more passionate about racing. And it's like, I just, I want to conquer the racing. I, I tell people I want to, because I'm converting in from two wheels to four wheels this year, and I'm racing a car, a, a car streamliner, and you know the record's over 450 miles per hour. So I am telling everybody I want to retire over 450 miles per hour so I can play pickleball. I love it. I can't wait. So, so that's so that's what the future. So that's what the future holds for you is that's going to be the next, that's the next step. I mean, so, you know, so now, I mean, you're, you're conquering the pickleball world, which I, I totally believe you're going to do. Okay. You, you know, conquered the two wheel world, you know, and setting records. We're going to do the four wheel world next. I mean, what, what else can you possibly do? It seems like there's no cap on it. I mean, you have the, mental fortitude you have the sharpness of mind to be able to go do all these things so it seems to me that i don't think valerie's ever going to be able to rest and just uh, relax so i I mean what other things do you have cooking in your brain that you want to do um you know i I really don't i I don't know how to slow it down I, i i i really would love to cook like i love cooking i love cleaning because it actually um relaxes me and um i i don't have anything else that 
I, I'm a person that I can only do one thing at one time, <laughs> like in a career wise, uh, you know, I can overlap the overlap in a racing and my pickleball pickleball adds the fierce and, and, and the courage. And because the difference of pickleball and racing is that I'm in a enclosed cockpit. Nobody can see, nobody can hear me. Nobody knows what I'm thinking, but when sure. you're exposed to pickleball, everybody sees and feels and feels your pain when you mess up and, and racing there's no room for errors no. in, in high performance racing and yes. racing and pickleball. It was so hard on me because every time I made a mistake um, and I've, I'm working on overcoming that because in pickleball, you're allowed to make a mistake <laughs> or right. two or three. You're allowed um, to not score a point because of your oopsie moment. Um, and so that's a really hard uh, transition zone for me because it, it affects, you know, this and um, it, it, I'm getting much better. <laughs> well, pickleball, you know, and those sort of sports, it's mitigating the, the mistakes and just making less than your opponent. And if you can do that, you're usually going to come in on top, correct? Absolutely. And if you Wonderful. calm your nerves, like I got, I get more nervous playing pickleball in a tournament than I do in my racing. My racing feels so nice and calm and uh, I, I, I can feel I can collect my nerves and I can collect and I can control everything. But in pickleball, that's I can, but I can see that, you know, because you're getting, you're getting different things thrown at you. You know, the ball's coming at different angles and, you know, you don't know what your opponent's going to do. You know what yours, the car mine, mine, yours, the bike's going to do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, the, um, I had a few episodes back. We had a, a young gal on that's built her first motorcycle at 12 and uh, started at 12, finished at 13. She was out at our uh, chopper show. We got to meet Mondo and a bunch of the guys and Dave Nichols and different people and Jill Parham and stuff. And, uh, you know, I loved having her on because I want her to inspire, you know, and, and being a young girl, uh, I thought it was so important to show that young ladies out there, you know, can do anything. You have done so much. What what kind of advice would you impart on not just young ladies, but just young, young people in general, you know, about getting out there? Um, you know, being in a situation where, you know, being in my role where you can empower people and both to men and women. And, you know, I love to share my journey and, you know, what I do and, you know, and, and to encourage people along the way. Um, that's a huge reward for me. So, you know, like my best advice is to be yourself, be humble and, work hard, enjoy every moment. And, um, you know, there's going to be ups and there's going to be a lot of downs, but you know, like I've been faced, I've been through a lot in my career, but sure. you know, just keep that shiny side up and just keep that smile going. And you know what, if you know that you, this is what you want to be and who you want to be, you become that don't ever let it go. I love that. And, you know, and, and one thing I want to, I want to just let, you know, people know is that, you know, Valerie, I, I've, I've seen out of you, you know, I've seen the racer, I see yeah. the competitor. Okay. 
I see that I see the person is playing pickleball. It's been doing it for a year. That's knocking it dead. Um, <laughs> but you know, I've I've seen pictures of you uh, going out on the town. You know, I, I see a person who's so multi-dimensional. You you can get behind a, you can get behind the wheel of a motorcycle and go you know and go three hundred miles an hour. And then you can dress up to the nines and go out in the town and and, and be a lady. So multidimensional. And I think that people don't understand, you know, that you can be a lot of things. And you are. And I, I, I just want people to know that about you because I think it's quite unique and I think it's quite special. Well, I appreciate that. And I thank you for that. And, you know, and also, too, I want to add is that in my racing career, you know, the teams that have been with me that have, you know, we've separated or we've, we were still together. They're the people that help and make my life and my, my position easier, look easier, I guess you could say. Absolutely. They're the real heroes behind the closed door. I just get to showcase what I do best and I just get to be myself. And when I can be myself and I can be Valerie <laughs> and not right. Val, <laughs> I don't like Val, but I like Valerie. I like, like when I can be Valerie, I can, though all my team and the team that I have working with me, um, former, past, whatever, um, and future, you know, they're the, the true superstars and, um, along with all my supporters and my sponsors. And um, so those are the people that help me get where I'm at today. And it's that attitude you have that makes the want to make you succeed. And, you know, and like I, I have these teams and I add sparkle to them and I add some sunshine and they, they feel like I'm a fresh breath of air. You know, they're like, ah, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And they make so, me shine. So, so we, um, so we have a thing we've been doing with our guest. So we, we asked three questions at the end of the interview and, uh, oh, no, <laughs> we're going to, we're going we're gonna to put you on the spotlight, you know, like we haven't already. Okay. But, uh, they're, they're actually pretty simple questions, but they, they always have some interesting responses and, uh, that's, and I think it's kind of fun for our audience and everybody's out there. So. <laughs> So, so my first question, it's, it's a simple question. Um, if you have the opportunity to go riding, um, riding your motorcycle, go riding with anybody, dead or alive, who would that be? Oh, gosh, I, I, I don't have, I don't, um, it's a tough one. I know. Oh, uh, I don't know. There's no wrong answer. Of course, you know, I know there's it's no wrong contest. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> oh my goodness. We just found the first thing that Valerie's not fast at. I know I fast at that one. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. So should we come back? Okay, maybe we'll circle back and I'll, so all right, we'll circle back around to that. Okay. One. So now this 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 will be an oh, interesting one for you. So okay. um if you can have any bike, any motorcycle, okay. What would that be? It would be a custom 
BMW S1000RR that looks like Harley Davidson. <laughs> oh my goodness, you didn't even have you were fast on that one. We got we got your mojo back because that was that was fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wonderful. And then um, if you go riding anywhere in the world uh, that you haven't uh, been, you know, where would you like to go? Where's the one place in the world you'd like to go riding? Well, the one place that I have been riding is in uh, Germany, and I would love to go back there because they have some awesome scenery and awesome roads. Yeah, um, they do. I, I've i been to Garmisch Pachekeschen uh, many, oh, many times. I love Garmisch. Garmisch is, Garmisch is the best. The, the BMW Motorcycle Rally, the BMW Motors, Motor Days, and um, my favorite place to ride is there. Um, okay. Uh, I don't know. My favorite place that I would want to live in my next lifetime would be in London. So okay. I would love to go somewhere in London to explore, you know, but being on the Island Man TT to go slow <laughs> would mm -hmm. be probably my favorite. <laughs> would probably be the one I would want to do on a Harley Davidson. <laughs> okay. Or on my, my sport bike. I still have my BMW S1000. I love it. Now you know I if you go back to do that on the Island Man TT. Okay, I like that. That's a great <laughs> answer. And if you go back, if you go back to Garmisch, you got to do the hike. You can do a hike and go up to where they did the scenes from The Sound of Music and everything. I don't know if you had a chance to do that. No, so it's I pretty don't. cool. It's like wow, Julie Andrews was here, and this is the opening scenes of that movie. Yeah. You know, and it's that's oh, just I, a beautiful. Thank you for reminding me of one place, one person I would love to ride with. It would be George Clooney. <laughs> there you go. George Clooney. He just nailed right. it. I was trying to think of his name and I was like, oh my God, I'm trying to blank. Nespresso, Nespresso, because he's a spokesperson for Nespresso um, coffee. Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> I That's drink awesome. Nespresso because of George Clooney. <laughs> if my Wonderful. husband would be a George Clooney, I would be okay. <laughs> there you go. So I, th I think there's a couple other uh, people out there that might have the same answer. So I love it. So, well, Valerie, you've been, Valerie, you've been a beautiful, wonderful guest, and we so appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, I, I hope everybody will uh, follow you on Facebook, you know, uh, make sure you, you know, stay with Valerie, check her stuff out, uh, buy, you know, Valerie's gear and everything uh go to the website because that helps support her career and everything she's trying to do so i really want to encourage you know all the knuckle busters that are out there to follow us you know to go go check her stuff out and you know follow that career and, and you know maybe we'll uh circle back around after uh we, after we get 350 miles, miles 450 hour. miles an hour there you go I can't so, come back until I go there, right? <laughs> okay. You hit 450, then we're going to do, we're going to talk about doing 450. How's that sound? Okay. That's it. All right. Wonderful. <laughs> well, sorry. It's I'm, not it's going 500. I'm not going 500 miles per hour. <laughs> well, maybe. I can squeeze no, some maybe. out of it. Why it's, not? I'm not going to say I'm not going to. I'm not going unless I can. Is that, that that's got to be the answer. Okay. I'm not planning on it, but if I do, okay. I'll squeeze some change out of it, mile per hour. <laughs> there you go. I love it. So, well, once again, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, it's been a great, great uh, time. Thank you. Thank you.